Hi, I'm Ellen Newhouse, and welcome to Heart and Soul. Are you ready to live a soulfully inspired life? If you are ready to dive deep, get seriously honest with yourself, and learn to trust your deep wisdom, then this is the place for you. I'll be sharing unfiltered stories from my own life and those of many other courageous, creative entrepreneurs and transformational leaders who have dug deep inside themselves to heal, honor their amazing wisdom, and dare to take inspired action. No more sitting by the sidelines wishing for a more satisfying life. It's time for you to become the person you have always dreamed of being. Have a career and a life you love. Join us each week to be spiritually uplifted and inspired into action. And oh yes, I'll be giving you homework to get you moving closer to your dreams. Welcome back to Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Ellen Newhouse. And today, you guys, oh, you're going to love my guest. Her name is Maggie Clark, and she is the host of the podcast Psychic Evolution. She is a respected tarotist who has been reading tarot for 28 years. As a spiritual teacher, she uses her background in metaphysics, astrology, and energy healing. And I love this next comment, to ignite the flame of higher wisdom in others. Maggie is committed to helping people find a way to blend their spiritual life with their everyday life for empowerment, healing, and growth. Good afternoon, Maggie. It is such a joy to have you here. Thank you so much, Ellen. It's such an honor. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. And when Maggie and I were talking about coming on the show and doing this together, Maggie said something and it absolutely stopped me in my track. She said, well, we could talk about how to feel. And I was like, whoa, it really got me because... For me, I think I came out of the womb feeling way too much. But when Maggie said that, it hit a core like, yes, there are a lot of people that need what Maggie has to offer. So I want to backtrack a little bit because I know you came to this through your own experience. So how did you arrive at helping people to feel? Well, you know, growing up, I thought I had the perfect childhood. Mm-hmm. I thought my life was beautiful. I was in a state of existential bliss in my mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, until harsh reality hit, you know, mm. I was probably about 19 years old, 18, 19 in college. And I realized I had issues. Mm. I wasn't mm. unconditionally loving like I believed I was supposed to be. Mm. And I found myself in, of all things in like a possessive, jealous type of rage. Oh no. Mentality. It was crazy, you know? And I was like, (laughs) who am I? I'm supposed to be like beautiful and loving and compassionate. And Mm. this is how I thought if I believed it, I would really feel that. And Mm. then when I opened up to other feelings, I realized I wasn't exactly where I wanted to be. 
Mm. So my goal at that point was to really to identify first and foremost what I was afraid of mm-hmm. so I could come back to love because I knew mm. where love exists, fear cannot. Where fear exists, love cannot. So mm-hmm. all reactions stem from fear. And, and I knew this, you know, I, I was learning these things at the time. Mm-hmm. Shortly after this little blow up I had, I started, you know, I started <laughs> with a teacher, I started with a mentor and I was learning these things. Mm. And so in that process, I decided, okay, I really have to figure out how I really feel because mm. the thoughts weren't feelings. And mm-hmm. we've always been taught to exercise. We were taught to deal with our bodies. We've been taught mm-hmm. to you know, program our minds and study, but no one teaches us how to feel. And right. so I was in this place where what I thought, what I believed wasn't my reality. And I wanted it to be my reality. I wanted mm. to be compassionate and unconditionally loving and all these beautiful qualities right. that I really oh. thought that's who I am. And it's not because I have feelings, I'm not that. But right. there are times when I was not that at all. <laughs> so I'm so curious about this because I love what you're saying. It's almost like your idealized version of yourself ran smack into the reality of, oh, wait, I am not that, but I'm not sure what I am, but I want to be that. Right. But I'm curious about how would you deal with somebody who says, Maggie, I mean, feelings are overrated and you know, all, that's all in the past. Well, and so here's the thing. No mm. one on this planet can control their feelings. Mm. Feelings are like a current in a river mm-hmm. that flows. That's all mm-hmm. it is. It's an energy that flows through you. Mm-hmm. Now we create emotional stories around those feelings that we can do something about. Okay, mm-hmm. we can work on those. So if we have an uncomfortable feeling, say I get angry, then all of a sudden I create the story around the anger. Oh, that guy cut me off in traffic. Now I'm angry. It's all his fault. First of all, I'm going to project. I can hold Mm -hmm. on to that anger. Any story that we tell ourselves or that we're communicating to ourselves Mm -hmm. creates a story, an emotional story. And then that it's almost like throwing a huge boulder in the river. And then all of a sudden that water no longer flows. You've just dammed it up because now you're so focused on this boulder Mm-hmm. And the feeling's stuck. It's stuck yeah. there. But it's meant to be fluid. All feelings are meant just to flow through you as a source of information mm-hmm. and a source of part of our human experience. Mm. Our minds will attach so many stories to these feelings that create emotional stories, components. And then we're lost with, what did I feel in the first place? Because now I'm like upset at myself or being angry. Mm. Now I'm feeling guilty. Now I'm not loving any, you know, now the story just got even bigger, right? Yeah. Yeah. So part of this journey for myself was to really come into, first and foremost, an awareness of what you feel when you feel it. I want to say again what you just said, because it's so brilliant. So we want to stop and actually feel what we just felt Mm -hmm. without any story, right? Right. Just allow yourself to feel the feeling. 
Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is really hard when we feel things that we're uncomfortable feeling, like anger. Right. Really hard, especially for women in our mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. This is where we're not supposed to go. And this is mm-hmm. the place that the only place that men are supposed to go in some of our conditioning. And so for men, it's okay to be angry and maybe mm. throw a fight, get in a fight, you know, they could be all macho, right, right, right. you know, this yeah. is like, you know, a little bit of our conditioning. And for a woman, you know, well, you're not supposed to be that loud and vocal if you're uncomfortable, so you better shut up. Mm. So this is some of the conditioning that, you know, some some of us have had to deal with. Uh, right. And not that I was ever told to shut up, but it is culturally programmed in us as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing is to really be honest with how we feel, bring an attention, bring an awareness into what that feeling is. If we can give it a name, awesome, right? Mm -hmm. Because then we can understand what information is coming with that feeling. And then the second step to this Mm. is to honor what you feel. Okay, so let's talk about what that means. And for those of you who are listening to Maggie and I, and Maggie's voice is so beautiful and calm and serene. And Maggie, I just want you to assure people that when you went through this process, it didn't sound like this for you. Did it? Well, no, absolutely not. I have journals and journals full of swear words written really rough that the paper rips because to get to this this point, I've, I've been doing this for, oh my gosh, very consciously for 27 years, yeah. very consciously working yeah. on myself. And again, it's a process and it takes as long as it takes, but we do have to be aware of who we are in the process, which means we have to be aware of how we feel. Our feelings are guideposts in life, guideposts that Mm. lead you back into who you truly are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not just who you think you are. Yes. Okay. And so those guideposts are so important to appreciate each and every feeling, each and every step on that path, Mm -hmm. because it fuels you with an experience and it's rich. Every, Every one of those emotions and feelings are rich and beautiful with information, with a moment in time, with a beautiful presence. And when we can be present in it, then Mm -hmm. we're going to have a very rich and fulfilling life, even if it sucks momentarily. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those of you who are listening, let me tell you, it is going to suck in moments. And you may feel like, what Maggie is saying, you hear it and you go, yeah, that sounds true. But my experience is, I don't like this. So Maggie, what about when you're in that moment of like, no, I don't like this. I'm not happy here. Well, after the awareness of how you feel, it's important to honor what you feel. Because most of us, when we're dealing with uncomfortable feelings, we go into judgment, self-judgment, or into guilt. Um, those are the two most common places that we will just find ourselves. Some people go into anger, some people go other places, but we start being hard on ourselves. And, you know, because we're creating this story around the feeling instead of just allowing ourselves to feel. And it's just important to honor that as part of our journey. 
because that feeling is a part of the process. It's a part of who we are. It's part of the life experience on this planet. And this is, this is an experiential planet. We come here to learn and to grow as souls. And it's not an easy place. And having these feelings doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> yeah. Yet it makes it rich. Mm, and so yeah. honoring how we feel, even if we don't like it, I'm not telling you you have to like how you feel ever. There's certain emotions and feelings I will never really enjoy feeling, but honoring it as part of the journey as best we can in that moment without being hard on ourselves for being who we are in that moment. Mm. So that's what it means. So for people who are willing to jump in and they're in the river and it's like suddenly they're like, whoa, I'm not sure where this is going. What's the promised land, if you will, of feeling one's feelings? Well, the promise is that if you can go through these steps we'll spell out for you, if you can actually get to the end, you can let them go. And then the next moment happens and the next life experience happens. Mm. And you can be very present in the moment as you're going through life. So the goal isn't to just rummage through all these feelings really quick and get them over with. Okay. The goal is to appreciate who you are in Mm. those feelings Mm. so that every experience can be, we can be very much present Mm -hmm. and aware Mm -hmm. of that river. Yeah. And so when you were going through this, what was the hardest point for you? And did you have your psychic sight as you were going through this? And did that make it easier? Um, simultaneously, I was developing my psychic skills. So I was developing my intuition. I was developing my ability to read tarot. I was about developing astrology, you know, really learning some prime, I consider prime resources, I guess, a tool, you know, that you can always go to. I was studying metaphysics. I was, but the most important part of of my journey was the emotional piece. It was allowing myself to feel. It was the hardest place to go, but the most rewarding place because it allowed me to just, you know, clean some house, I guess. You know, I was one of those kids that really repressed a lot of emotion. I didn't express a lot. I didn't have, you know, typical outbursts very often. You know, I just kind of held everything in. I was quiet. I was shy. And when I decided to allow myself to feel, I realized there was so much locked in there that I just wasn't capable or ready to deal with when I was younger. And I didn't know how, and we're not taught how. And so some of those feelings, I had a hard time with, you know, the tears would come. There would be days that I'd cry for hours. I mean, I did, I did a ton of journaling, but I sat with my feelings. And as I sat with them, accepted them, honored them, I then learned how to bless them. And that's the next step is blessing them because that means that you're grateful for them. And when gratitude comes into your heart, you open up the river. It's almost like saying, okay, I'm now ready to move this boulder out and bless the feelings so they can continue to flow. Okay. So the blessing of it was the healing part, you know, because I was honoring 
that as part of my journey, but then blessing it and giving so much gratitude and so much love. And entwined with that, I think, is also self-forgiveness. Sometimes forgiveness for others, but I think all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. And so that's part of the blessing, you know, is really coming to that place where, okay, I can honor, but then I can really feel the healing. When you bless someone or when you are blessed either by God or an angel or Jesus or your mom or whoever it might be, they are offering you saying you're a divine being and you're beautiful and you're blessed. And so really seeing all of the human experience as part of the divine nature of who we are as well. We tend to separate our spiritual lives from our everyday lives, but they're the same. You know, when we can say, this is part of my spiritual process as well. It's not all rainbows and unicorns. Right. Sometimes it's (laughs) hard feelings and things that you have to heal from the past. So you take that, but when you can bless it, when you truly can feel that blessing in your heart, your heart opens and this is where you start to love yourself. And this is where you start to heal. And this is where you the river starts to flow. Well, that's what I felt as soon as you said that I got like goosebumps down my body. I felt the energy flowing, you know? And I was like, oh, I mean, so now you have a ton more energy at your access right. for your life. Absolutely. Ooh. And then after you, you know, you accept, honor, bless, and then you release. And that's the last step. You release anything that you've been holding on to, whether it's for two seconds, 10 years, 20 years, 50 years. It doesn't make any difference how long this has been here. It doesn't take any more energy to let something go that you've been holding on to for decades or a minute. So I want to ask you about this because, you know, in... This world right now, we use a lot of language, like you just release that. Now, perhaps I'm a slow learner and I might be, but releasing wasn't so easy for me. So can you describe for people what it's like at that point to release what you've been holding? Well, releasing is hard for us because we have control issues. <laughs> I've lived with this for so long. What's going to happen if I let it go? Who am right. I without this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How will I define myself? Mm-hmm. What's the next feeling? Will I like it? Will I not like it? Right. Okay. Yeah. And the, the, the fear of the unknown is there. And mm. this triggers everyone's control issue. If I let this go, who am I after this? Right. And I will not know. There's no way of knowing how you're going to feel when you release. Mm -hmm. What's the next feeling you're going to feel? What's the next wind in the river? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be the rapids or is it going to be a slow, gentle roll? You really don't know. And so part of this is addressing, I I really like to address fears. Mm -hmm. I like to see that I have a fear of losing control or a fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. I name it. I say, hey, okay. Maybe that's a part of it. And then mm-hmm. even, even if I don't know what to do, I will send love to those fears. I will mm-hmm. consciously open my heart and send love to whatever fears I have. That's also allows that feeling to be released. And there's also a lot of visualizations that I worked with that mm-hmm. really, really helped as well. Oh, nice. Now, up on your website, do you have any of those visualizations that people 
can find? <laughs> I, I actually don't. What I do have though is I have meditations okay. that are some of those visualizations are in the meditations that I have. Okay. And those are on actually my supercast page for psychic evolution. So you can actually subscribe, become a patron basically, okay. and receive monthly meditations. Ooh unedited podcast episodes. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so I have that as, and I also have those meditations on my mystery school as well. Oh, what's, okay. So what I will do is I will get from Maggie that mystery school because I have her website. I have her podcast. I don't have the mystery school. So make sure we get that. That's because I just launched it last week. (laughs) I haven't even advertised it yet. Oh my God. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Wow. So now, Can you tell me a little bit about it now? I'm so curious. So what it is, is I'm building out courses. I have a full tarot program, which is probably over 10 hours of just learning how to read 78 cards. Wow. And I've created a nice system to make it really easy. So you don't have to memorize 78 cards. You can just Mm -hmm. learn the relationships and put it together like a puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. And then the other host of Psychic Evolution Podcasts, he's my husband, Jamie mm-hmm. Clark. He's a psychic medium. So when we come together, we come from such different places. Mm. So we decided to start working together years ago, creating these workshops to develop mm-hmm. your psychic senses. And so we've now launched one course on the school for level one. It's just the basic, this is where to start. It's very full. We work with remote viewing, pendulum, training your senses, creating a spiritual room, creating a vision of your divine self, basic numerology. Oh, I'm loving this. On and on and on. This is great. Now, is it live or is it like you buy a digital It's It's recorded and it's through, um, you can watch the classes anytime at all. We also have a full yoga program. I have a friend of mine that did some videos and so it's a full yoga program and a 30-day yoga challenge program. Wow. And you've been busy lady. We've been very busy and coming wow. up I'm building out an astrology program. We're also going to build out a level 2 for the psychic evolution which will then get into some of more of the energy healing, learning about the chakras, learning about the energy bodies how you can work with them, auric field workouts, planetary merging, all kinds of fun things. Oh, how exciting. And so I want to say something for those of you who are listening and you're hearing about Maggie's school. And I don't know, this may be hard to say, but I'm so picky about who I surround myself with and who I am interested in having on the show. And so if you're interested in studying with Maggie, I just want to say this. I have never studied with Maggie, but I trust her with all my heart and soul to be somebody who is of great integrity and has high values and ethics. So if you're interested in studying with her, I would say she's a really safe person to study with. And I think that's important. I really want to say that because in this day and age, it feels to me that everyone's a yoga teacher, everyone's a this teacher and a that teacher. And it's simply different. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. There are some people who are very young in their work. And I feel that Maggie's work is steamed in or steeped in a lot of understanding her own evolution and 
I would feel great for you to study with her. Well, thank you so, so much. That means yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So here we are. We've, we've walked through how to feel. And what I asked Maggie at the beginning before we got on was, Maggie, would you do a tarot reading? Because so many people are feeling so much right now because the universe has stepped up and has moved really fast. And I think what I'm feeling in my patients and in people who are reaching out to me is that the speeding up of the universe is causing a lot of feelings to come up. And if you're not practiced yet in feeling your feelings, it can be very confusing. So I thought it would be really fun and really interesting and um, valuable for you to give us sort of a tarot reading for what's going on and how people can work with that energy. Okay, I'm going to shuffle these cards and then we'll get to town. All right. This reading is going to be on three different levels. We're going to look at what's happening on a very conscious level for Mm. all of humanity. We're also going to look at a subconscious level. So subconscious level is what we're afraid of, things that are hidden from us, things that are unseen that we can pull up to the surface. Mm -hmm. And then the super conscious level is more of an expanded consciousness. A lot of times we would refer to a super conscious level as the higher self, um, spirit guides, and, you know, any ascended masters or beings, but we can always see, you know, we can peek and see like, what are they teaching us? What are these cosmic waves of energy that are happening on this planet? Because they are, they're rolling through. They are. At a very (laughs) rapid speed. Yes. They are shifting energy on this whole planet and we're all feeling it. And we're all resonating with it. And we're all like, oh, some of us, some of us love it and feel amazing. And some of us are like, whoa, I don't know about this. So, so part of what, and again, Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not going to read everything in a small tarot reading, but we'll address what the cards say. The seven of wands is the focus um, of what humanity is going through. And this is the courage Mm. to keep going and moving forward. Mm. When you receive, we also have the seven of swords as the first card. When we receive Mm. these sevens, it represents a level of mastery. Mm. Okay, self-mastery. We are Mm. all being called as individuals to remember the level of mastery that we have over ourselves. Okay, it's okay to be afraid, Mm -hmm. but don't let it hold you back. Okay. The seven of wands is about having the courage to move forward. And the seven of swords is figuring out which direction to move forward. Mm. So when you make a commitment to yourself, you need to keep it. Okay. It's so important Mm. right now to align with who you are. The sevens also will align you with the higher self. They'll align you with the higher aspect of your being that feels really connected to source. Mm. So how you connect to your own source, whether we call it God or the creator, whatever that is for you, is very important. What commitments are you making to your spiritual self, your divine self? Mm. And it's important to remember the commitments that you're making and don't slow down right now. We're being called to step up and step (laughs) forward. We are being called to rise into our spiritual inheritance. Absolutely. this movement is already pushing us. I've goosebumps all over my body. (laughs) I know, we do. (laughs) Now, the Five of Swords is here saying, okay, there's a lot of fear in the world. 
this card does represent fear, but it's encouraging us as individuals to change the way we think about it. Okay. If we stay committed to the direction that we're going to expand consciousness, to fine tune whatever direction and commitment we've made within ourselves, we will change how we think about the process. Some of us will have to do work to unravel our conditioning to change the way that we think, the raw belief core conditioning that we received as a child. Some of us have to shift the way that we think to a higher vibration, okay? But that change is here. All of us are having to deal with fear on a global level. Yes. And that fear has been really pushed into our faces, mm-hmm. okay, with all the dynamics that are happening in the world. So our job is to change how we think about it so that we can kind of move into more of that inner spiritual wisdom, inner spiritual knowing, into a vibration of love, okay, Mm. even while there's so much fear in the world. Now, I've made a commitment to myself to learn how to overcome my fear a long time ago, and I'm still working on it. Trust me. I'm not 100% where I want to be. This might be a lifetime project. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) However... I do have to shift the way I think about things, okay? Hmm. We have the choice, okay? We have the choice, okay? Mm -hmm. We are going to be coming into a time where we all have to rely more on our soul wisdom, okay? We have to Mm -hmm. rely more on our intuition. We have to go into our heart and into our gut and what feels Mm -hmm. right for us. Is it in alignment with that mastery? Is it in alignment with having the courage to move forward and stay committed to ourselves? The King of Cups slaps Mm. us as an outcome saying, trust yourself, trust your inner wisdom. And it's so important Mm. we do this individually so that we can do it collectively. Okay? Yes. And if we don't support each other, right? No one's right. No one's Mm. wrong. We all have a journey. Okay? And Mm. we all have different wisdom to tune into. But that is coming Mm -hmm. for us. I think one of the next cosmic waves is kind of Mm -hmm. taking a little bit of the blinders off. Okay. I know. Yeah. I know. And this is where it's going to be very important for us to really fine tune into our inner resources of trusting our wisdom and our soul wisdom that we came here with. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Now the fool pops up here as an energy to use. The fool to me Hmm. represents the shift of the age that we're Hmm. experiencing. In astrology, Hmm. it is the shift of the Piscean age to the Aquarian age. We are in the Aquarian Hmm. age, but realize there's a cusp phase of hundreds of years. It could be a couple hundred years where the old age has to die and the new age has to be born. Hmm. Okay. Now, Hmm. if you think about that concept, Dying can be painful. Being, giving birth can be painful, right? We're witnessing. Mm -hmm. We're witnessing what's happening with the shift of the age. My mentor Mm -hmm. always said, you are a palm bearer to the old age and a midwife to the new. Mm. Oh, what a beautiful And that's what the fool represents on a humanitarian level Mm -hmm. is that it is time to shift. Now, the fool is representative of the zero, okay? If you think of zero, it's a complete circle. It represents all that is, was, and will be. So you can dig deep into who you are, into all that is, and think Mm. about taking anything that doesn't exist yet in reality and bringing it into your circle. 
This is the shift of the age that's happening where we're being introduced into different dimensions. I know people are talking about the fifth dimension quite a bit. I don't know why they're not really talking about the fourth or skipping that step, but it's okay. (laughs) You know, it's actually happening simultaneously. But in that dimensional shift, it's a shift of consciousness. Can we believe Mm. that we have the power to create a new reality? And that's what we're being asked to do Mm. globally is to create a new world, to create a new reality based on new energy that's coming in. Now, what's hidden under the surface, okay? Two of swords. Mm. This is about balancing intuition with logic, right? Because my Mm. intuition says one thing, but then my common sense says another, How do we get that into balance so that we can exist in this world? It's not about pulling out, right? It's about fully engaging in this world and giving it our all. So this is an inner Mm -hmm. communication. We have to start communicating with ourselves and saying, okay, is this, how do I feel intuitively? How do I feel logically? And how how do they meet? Where do they meet? Not where are Mm -hmm. they separate and different, but where do they meet? Okay. And communication is key. So what you're also going to see is communications that are, that have been hidden from the masses be revealed. Okay. Oh, I have my suspicions. Oh, don't we all? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But that's going to come out. There'll be more communication that gets brought to the surface, but it will Mm. help people feel more comfortable. Okay, the emperor shows up here as we have to give everything a new structure. Okay, we got to break down the old structure, but we have to build up a new structure. I want to say something about that because so many people right now look at what's going on and it really looks like, you know, a terrible shit show. It looks like we are in total breakdown. And I want to just say something about that is don't always believe what you see right in front of you because it's just a transition moment from where we've been to where we're going. So yes, we do have to break down to break through. Absolutely. So what you were and the emperor as yeah. an outcome breaks down old structures to build new structures. Mm. Okay. It that. resonates yeah. with the vibration of four. Think about the four pillars, the four, the foundation of your home sitting on a square, whatever that, that foundation, Mm. you know, we have to tear down the old, we have to build up the new, but each of us are being called to recognize our self-worth in this process, Mm -hmm. that we have power, that we can be our own leader. Okay. Yes. And not always depend on things that are outside of us. Okay. Following Mm -hmm. your heart means that you've got to step into a role of leadership and responsibility. The whole world, the whole planet is being asked to be more responsible for this whole, Mm -hmm. we could call it a shit show, right? Be more responsible for this. (laughs) You know, all of us Mm -hmm. are a part of this. You know, none of us are excluded from the party, right? (laughs) We are in this one big ocean of consciousness. So individually, Mm. we will recognize more of our worth and more of our own autonomy and authority, our divine sovereignty, Mm. whatever that Mm. looks like and step into a role of leadership. But again, that has to come from a balance of logic and intuition. Like, who am I really? And how do I think of myself? And how do I feel about myself? When those come together, I can then be responsible for the outcome. Okay. Now on a spiritual level, we've got the wheel of fortune. It resonates so much like the fool did because it's 
turn the wheel of time. That's what we're doing. We're turning the wheel of time on a super conscious level, on a spiritual level. It is the shift of the age. And what we get out of this is new perspectives. Okay. And becoming more powerful within ourselves instead of getting, giving our power away. Remember the Piscean age was the power in the hands of the few over the many. The Aquarian age is the we, us, the global family. Okay. We're completely shifting from what we might call ego to expanded consciousness. Okay. Now the ego isn't bad. It just has to be brought along like a little child needing, needing to learn some manners and it needs to be integrated into a new level of consciousness, a new level of awareness. But we're going to be receiving a lot of new perspectives soon. Oh, I love that. Thank you so, so much for doing this. It really helps to give what's going on a contextual understanding so that you can look at things that look terrible and say, wait, wait, wait. Okay, this is just this moment. And we're being offered up so much goodness on the other side. Right. And it might be a hard road before we get to that other side. You know, just say, (laughs) there's a lot of boulders in that river, right? There's a lot of boulders in the river. And that river of consciousness streams into the ocean of consciousness. So we're all connected. You know, it just means that that flow is going to eventually turn into a torrent and return back and settle somewhere. But But it may be a while before it settles someplace. You know, what we're dealing with globally is something that we have never witnessed in our lifetime before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I honestly have been preparing for the end of the world since I was 19 years old, consciously. (laughs) So I'm I'm totally comfortable with this vibration, just as you are, because I know that you enjoy change. Yes. But for those of us that like tried and true and we like to expect things, I will offer the first spiritual lesson I ever learned was expect the unexpected. Yeah. 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 So Maggie, if people are wanting to learn more from you, do you still work with people one-on-one? I do. I do spiritual coaching. I do private tarot readings and astrology consultations. Absolutely. Okay. So I will make sure that I get all of that information about how people can reach you and I will put it in the show notes. So before we end, is there anything else that Spirit is advising you to share with us? I think most importantly, be true to yourself. And that is such a needed message right now uh, because people are really, what's the right thing to do? What's the wrong thing to do? And to thine own self be true and all else will follow. And if not, nothing else will. Mm, Wow. That landed deeply in my heart. Maggie, thank you so much for being with me today and for being, bringing all of your beautiful wisdom and your lightness. I just so enjoyed this conversation. And for those of you who want to learn more about Maggie, I will put information in the show notes. And you can also go and listen to her podcast with her husband, Jamie Clark. And it's awesome. And you will learn so much. It's it's a show that actually has inspired me a lot because they give a lot of education in the show. And I really, 
really appreciate that. So one more time, just tell me what is the name of the podcast and how people can find it. It's Psychic Evolution. And you can go to psychicevolution.net and it's on all your favorite podcast platforms too. Awesome. Well, my dear, have an awesome day. And again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you. And for those who are listening, I will see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me on the Heart and Soul podcast. It's such a joy for me to be with you. I know firsthand how much easier it is to rise when you have community to laugh with, shed a few tears with, and be inspired by. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, go subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, please contact me directly at ellennewhouse.com. And while you're there, grab the special resources I have created for you to begin to take inspired action in your own life. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.